or whatever. So imagine the tenant said to me, my face does not match my accent. So he said, uh, basically, I sound like a, a black woman and I'm a white woman. So he was like, this is very suspicious to me. And then he said to me, uh, he doesn't believe I'm an electrician. He thought I'm like a person in a wig. And he's like, this is just, he just said it's ridiculous because how can a woman be an electrician and how can I sound like a black woman but be a white woman? He said, I'm totally not falling for this scam. You're not coming in. No way. Wow. Wow. Okay, I need to talk to you quickly about the UK's number one online electrical wholesaler, expertelectrical.co.uk. Now, they're number one because they do free delivery on orders over 50 quid. They do um, price matching. They do a wide range of stock. Everything you can imagine they've got in stock. Um, and I've been told that they'll do their best to get it if they haven't. Now, um, they have a number one, they're number one for a reason because they, they've got great service. What you can do, and this is a little top tip, um, send over your materials list. So if you've got, if you've written out a materials list, send it over to them as well, uh, and see if they can beat your, beat the price of your local wholesaler, or the, the wholesaler you're using. Um, they might be able to beat it and save yourself a few quid. Even if it's a tenner, that's, free, that's basically a free lunch. So try them out, see what you can get out of it. Um, and use Bundy 10 as your 10% discount code. Now you're definitely going to get a free lunch. Hello and welcome. It is Monday Club. We're not in the studio today because... Uh... Go on, tell them. Tell them. Tell them what happened. Go on. Go yeah, on. I, might have lost yeah the, I might have lost the second recording. But um, so we've had to I think do... it was like the fourth, fifth time, isn't it, Sam, now? Yes. Yeah, sixth video, I think. Did you lose it? Did you just like lose my car? <laughs> oh. Good one. No, do you know what? I don't know. Um... Sam rang me and said, Nick, why have you given me a corrupted SD card? I was like, it's a brand new one, Sam, that I gave you to take home. Why? Well, I took the first half off and then I've gone to put the second one on and it's it's not there, it's corrupted. It's like, that's your fault. <laughs> I've tried to blame the card, but uh, no, no it, weren't, it weren't going to have it. So no, I uh, I lost that recording, which is brilliant. That's five, ten hour round trip um, up for nothing. Um, so yeah, we had to reconvene on Zoom. Um, this is going to be one of the last Zooms, I, I expect. There'll be a couple more, but then we're going to be completely studio-based. Hopefully. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, you're welcome. Where's, well, no, uh, you're welcome. It's my studio, <laughs> so... You're, you're welcome. It's my idea. <laughs> well, Whatever. thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thanks yeah. for letting me be a part of this. Yeah, I know. You're we welcome. have to bring Kimmy along. You know. You're welcome. Yeah, you were. Thanks for putting up with me on the journey, Sam. No, do you know what? This is how sad it was. Um, me and Kimmy are very similar, like quite annoying, but it's almost like a. Yeah, think how I feel when I spent the day with both of you. So, do you know what we had to do? Me and Sam in the end we came to a mutual agreement to just be quiet. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the truth is, the next day Kimmy phoned me up and goes, Oh, do you know what? I really miss you today. I wish we was in the car again. I was like, Nah. <laughs> oh. Believable. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, right, so. Okay, I knew there we, Craig, for the, the, the Quinnagy. 
Oh. So what have you been up to, Craig? The Quinergy? Uh, to be honest, I've not actually been up to a lot of work. Just been messing Welcome around. Welcome to my world. Listen, we can't have two of you on the podcast that don't do much work. You and Kimmy going to have to start doing work. You Or you, Sam. Or you, Sam. It's just me yeah. that does work now, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, fair enough. So you've been racing cars, haven't you, Quinnergy? Yes. Been racing cars and working on the website, and that's just been about it. Just so two race days, two track days, and uh, enjoyed it that much. We bought another car for the company so that the wow. company can have a wee race about them. Sweet that goals, yeah. Wait, what? Hold on, what? So He's you jealous. bought a second race car for your employees to have a go in. Yeah. Basically, boy, boys and girls day out. Do you know like when, you know that feeling when you're like, "Fuck, it, I'm working for the wrong person there." Eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick's working for himself. He's, like, "I'm going to buy two race cars tomorrow." <laughs> Go more to sponsor them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not. It's not like it's it's not mega money. So it's it's and it's taxable. Oh, there you go. It's a, yeah, it's a little fiddle. It. It's a little fiddle. Um. <laughs> Are you part of a, Are you part of like um, a race league or whatever it is? Um, so years ago I was, and then I obviously fell out of it, um, and then I want to get back into it. So I'm going to get back into the Scottish Car Club. Um, so it's down to weight and power of the vehicle. Uh, it's a Scottish drivers club, like the British drivers club, but just worse because it's Scottish. Probably better. There's no way it can be. There's only one good. There's only one good driver come out of out, out of Scotland, and that's uh, what's his name, Colin McRae. That's it. Well, he just he stays round the corner for Bill. I can't say that. Family stays round the corner from us. Uh, but I think there's many Scottish guys: David Coulter, Paul Deresta. <laughs> Never no won a championship, have they? Never. You know, no idea. Did some button, Lewis Hamilton. You know, it's all I'm gonna say. Jensen Button? Jensen Button won a world championship, F1. I know, but he's boring as fuck. Yeah, but he also lives in Monaco and handsome. I live in Glasgow, but that's cool as fuck. No, it's definitely not. It's the opposite. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, Kimmy, now I know you've been um, back in business lately, you? you've been working hard to the point you nearly cried. Um, yeah, so yesterday I had a super, super busy day and um, yeah, I, I'm back. I'm taking appointments. My calendar's getting booked up. Um, I've only had one issue. Uh, it's quite a big issue, but it's quite with the, with the big company name. So I'm very disappointed and upset with them. You well, know. Talk about it, bro. Okay, so there's a company called NICEIC. <laughs> it's not company. Oh. Um, okay, so they took all my money, right? The the you know the money they take for the assessment, and um, it's been nearly a month now, and I'm still struggling to get them to call me back with an appointment date for my assessment. I'm ringing the line off. They're like, "Oh, we'll call you back," or somehow the phone gets cut off. They're not replying to my emails. Uh, I've called them again. They said we'll send you out a letter. It's been two weeks now, and honestly, I've come to a point where it's like I haven't even signed up with them. And I'm having so many issues. And I'm like, why is this Why is this happening? Is this a sign from the universe I shouldn't do it? Or is this just what they're like in general? Or am I just for some reason getting unlucky with it? But I'm I don't sure know. I'm sure Craig will be able to help you out with this. 
I don't know. Why am I having this experience with them? Why am I struggling to, for them to call me back when they've already taken my payment? That was the same reason I didn't go with them. Oh, there you go. You can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you with? Um, we are with Select, which is basically the Scottish version yes. of Napa. Um, and the reason I went for them is communication. Like the NIC, they were so quick. They wanted the money on the first phone call. Yep. Uh, took the money and said, oh, somebody will be in contact. It took a week for them to get in contact. Yep. Then it was another month for my assessment. Yep. So you're having exactly the same thing as I am. But I think it was like three months before we could effectively get qualified. And that was fast-tracked, meant to be. Mm. Uh, we're select. I bet it was a, a week process. Just yeah. Yeah. the guys are so good as well. Like they're all, they're all I, f- I felt as though the select guys were all guys that are a bit like ourselves who were there to help, um, give you advice. Like it wasn't about, I felt it was the NIC one, the girl who came out and assessed us could have easily failed me because she, the girl that came out to assess you, yeah, she was a woman. That came oh, that's out. cool. Okay. Um, but she she was hardcore and she pulled me up for like so many wee stupid things that I didn't think was necessary. Mm. Um, and that just put me off straight away. So I decided not to go with them. And it's it's actually held us back on some council work because I can only go for uh, some tenders if I've got an NIC. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, I've kind of shot myself on the foot, but... I just hated our communication. Yeah, um, that's exactly the issue I'm having now. Um, I've got to have NIC for certain contracts because they want NIC and I'm already having many issues with them. So, I, I, Everybody I know that's it's with them in Scotland, I've never really had that much help. And when there's been something happened, like with a bad EICR or somebody else's bad EICR, NIC have never ever went out and mm. took sides or said that it's really bad and and they've not took away their their um their energy. Hello, yeah so I, I just don't agree with that and with the select one if you do something bad you are suspended and then you need to go through a trial and you need to show that you're yeah three months worth of work before you can go back on the yeah. register that's exactly I- like how stroma was they was like this they as soon as you email them within a few hours they reply back everything any questions you have the line is always there. You give them a call. It's it's great. So, to be fair, like I said, I, I've got to choose between all these contracts that need NIC for me to have them, or not go with NIC and just wait for new opportunities because they're literally sitting there waiting for me. That's a hard. That's a maybe. Maybe the NIC um, might watch this, or it might filter back through to them. Um, and you know, maybe that, I don't know. I don't know. I think it. I know people who are NIC who rave about being an NIC. It helps their business so much with that brand recognition. Mm. Then I know other people who um, are NAPIT and they're really happy with that. Like yourself, Nick. You know, if you're like a domestic installer like Nick is um, doing what he's doing, um, you don't really. Like you don't get called on much for NIC certificates, do you? No, never. I lost one job once years ago, and it was dad was painting a block of flats, and it was to go and change the emergency lights. And I gave a quote, and they were like, "Oh, are you NIC registered?" I said, "No," and blah blah blah. I went through all this, and I, they didn't give it me. I spoke to NAPIT, and they said, "Well, we'll come out." And they truly really said, "Well, 
send all our certificates off we'll write letters we'll ring them let us know and I was like don't worry I don't want to work there anyway mm. and they did and I, it took me a week from the phone call or the email that I sent to sign up within a week as having my um what do they call it on-site review and all that sort of stuff and they're great and every anytime I ever need some technical help if I, if I don't ring David Xavier or Gazzle um they'll answer the phone straight away yeah they'll answer the phone straight away so I, I've, I've never ever had a bad word to say about Nathan to be fair this is probably the power of branding, but isn't it? And trust yeah. The yeah, I was going to say the same thing, Craig. I think it might, like, I was wondering, is it because they're like the like the premium brand? Like, they're the ones mm. um, that they can be a bit, you know, not, I, see, I don't know the situation. It, this might be a one-off, might not be, I don't well, know. But maybe both, it's 50% just... of the panel had the same experience. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm I've saying? Yeah, I've got I don't know if that's a deep enough data pool. No, true. But the people on the screen right now, yeah, it's it's fifty percent. But I've always said to people as well when they they say to me who you're with, what's the best people, and I said for myself, Napit ticks every box. It's less money, and in my eyes, you get better communication because my, my old boss was he went from Napit, went to NIC, and then he went back to Napit because he couldn't stand NIC procedures, yeah, the way they run things, the way they. Yeah come and do the on-site visits. And like you said, they, they not only like to pick someone apart and a competent electrician, I can understand you do the main big questions to make sure it's safe. But he said, they just went, like you said, Craig, too far, tiny little things. And he just said, it was just, it was silly. He said, there's been questions as a 30, 30 year in industry spark on these tiny little things. And he was like, you know, well, it's nice to see, but then I, I get where he's coming from as well. And I think they just, was, go on, sorry, mate. No, I'm just going to say, I think with the NIC, they tried to trip me. I felt it was though they were trying to trip me up. Where with Select, they were trying to find my competencies, if that made sense. So mm. they're looking to mm. good that with NIC are looking to catch you out so that they can pull you up for it and then do another assessment again to get more money. That's just my opinion on it. That that might be one thing. What they, Some might say it's to do with like, you know, they're trying to make sure that people who represent them are represented Competent. to the highest, the highest level. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they don't want uh, cowboys and stuff like that, but, you know, they slip through the net, you know. Mm, I was going to say, mm. it's, Yeah, you know, it, it's all a funny thing. I don't have the answers. I wonder wonder if we could get someone on who does have the answers. That would be good. I think NIC are probably, the, they spend the most on marketing and branding. And I think that's why they're approved more. Where if other companies did that, I think their names would be widespread. I also think I also think with the NIC, they're out there. They're, they're usually, although I think it's, I don't think it's legal for them to be the only ones allowed to be stated. I, I think that was challenged by, I might be talking out my ass. What was the word that you just said? Study, study what? What? You said illegal for them to be. Can you just repeat the the thing you said? So I th I think, and I might be talking out my ass. I don't think it's legal for like a council to say we only have NICs. Oh, like, oh, oh, they can, but no one's gonna no one's gonna challenge them in a court of law. But I think. I don't think it's legal for them to say we only accept NIC certificates. I think, you know, if Napit wanted to challenge them, they'd probably win. Do you know what I mean? That mm. sort of thing. Well, I might be chatting rubbish. I don't know. No, I think you're, you're definitely right there. It's the same with architects. Um, basically saying you only have to use this manufacturer light or emergency yes. light. 
Um, it's just, I think there's a wee clause at the top of the drawing or the top of the tender that says this is what will help you or win the contract or do whatever. But you deal with a lot of, you deal with a lot of uh, like council contracts and stuff like that, didn't you? Um, yeah, so I've pulled away from council contracts. We don't do any of them anymore. Um, okay. A couple of them. It's more housing associations we do. So... Do you not find that griefy with like being uh, Stroma and not, sorry, Select and not NIC? At the start, yeah. So also, I, I disagreed on being, um, having like a construction health and safety certificate as well. Okay. I totally disagreed on the process of all that. So I, we basically made up our own health and safety policy that the guys follow and it's on the, part, it's on the back of all their jobs. So we had to demonstrate all that we had to then do a meeting with Select, get Select to go to the Housing Association and, and say why they're different from NIC and why they're it's, it's kind of the same thing. Once that was all approved, then we went on the tender or became approved contractors for the Housing Association. It's, it's so griefy. And, and it, it's it's because the NIC, like to the layman, people just see NIC as the, 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 the industry yeah, yeah. standards. Yeah. Like, Quickfoot, like your mum and dad will definitely take their car to Quickfoot to get tyres, even though they can get the same tyres from any other garage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of it's exactly the same. They're like, yeah, they're they're the brand leader. So, but then so Lord Longhead himself, Neil Bridgman, he swears by the NIC. He loves them. Like he's like, it's good for my business. You ain't getting on the railways without it. Um, it's just they're really helpful. NIC is for domestic, right? No, no, no. You've got different levels. You can have, yeah, you've got different ones. It used to only be like kind of a domestic thing. So you can get so you get domestic installer, yeah. um, then you get approved contractor. Yeah, that's where you can do like commercial and industrial. Um, I, I think, well, when I was in that side of it, NIC didn't cover what we used to do. That might be up. Up on the on the other side of the wall. I think, I think it goes to a certain maybe voltage or different type of switch gear. But I, I, anyway, just on a different topic. Yeah, we had to go through the EIT for special recognition to work on certain switch gear. I don't know, mate. Listen, this is where we need. Do you know this is where we could do with Mark Allison? He yeah. would know these answers. Whereas I'm probably one of the most stupid people in the industry. So don't ask me. Uh, I think, to be honest, you only need this. You're not the stupid, most stupid, but... <laughs> Nearly there, though. <laughs> Nearly! <laughs> to be honest, we don't need... Uh, genuinely, the, we don't need... I don't think we need any of this to... We shouldn't need any of this to, to win work. What, uh, everyone everyone should be following the same level of competencies that you should... Yeah. Yeah, it's almost have it like... Like boxing, you got you got four or five different belts or six now or something, and then you know, but it's all the same rules, isn't it? It's all the yeah. same rules. Well, but I, I think an, I think an electrician should go for a retest every year. Oh, every relax, year. man. No way. Oh. Or would you do the 18th edition, like 19th edition? Yeah, I think that's the only way of getting out of this thing of the NIC covering you as a company and everybody that works underneath it, like. We, I get one inspection right a year to my qualifying supervisor and me, but none of my guys. 
Yeah, because that kind of puts the onus on you and your qualifying supervisor to make sure the work's decent before you sign it off. Because if, mm. if you sign off bad work, then that reflects on you and your company. Yeah. So that how, how you... it kind of puts the onus on you and your company to make sure your guys are doing it right. Yeah, I get that. But when, when your company's like, just say, for instance, a big facilities company or a big company that's got 100 or 200 guys, how do you how do you manage that? All yeah, time? more QSs. Uh, it's just that's what I'm saying. Is like I think it should be down the companies of the guys doing the work day in day out. Do you mean like individual license to practice? Well, your your trade card, and the more you do, the more you can actually ask for and money. But then, see, so you got your gold card, right? That's your that's your gold standard in the industry. Nick's not got one because he can't get one. Um, I have. Why, also... why can't I get one? Why can't I get one? Mm-hmm. You don't have the qualifications, my friend. Well, if I wanted to, I could. I could get them. Probably not. You know, not as good as me. Um, look, he's so triggered. Look, anyone without a gold card gets so triggered. <laughs> yes, look at his face. He looks like a smacked ass. Um, I'm on one today, by the way. Um, the thing with the uh, the gold card is, right, you get good gold cards, you get bad gold cards. Like, And we're all trained to the same level. We've all done the same course. We've all had to reach the same point. And then if I'm working for you on the cards, I'm, I'm Sam uh, and I work with Quinergy. Um, I'm on the cards. I'm one of your people. I drive around in one of your nice vans. You know, I go racing with you on the weekend. But I'm actually a shit spark. Really bad. Um, not lying. Um, and, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Real? And, and then I've seen your videos. Like, I don't know what this plastic thing is, but we slap it on here. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so I'll go on one of your jobs and I'll balls up an installation, right? You're responsible for that, not me. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm responsible for it in real time to you because you're going to go, have you messed it up? You're a qualified electrician. But did you do your due diligence? It's, it kind of put the QS system kind of puts onus on the company to make sure their house is in order. But how how do how do I get you to be a better electrician? Just don't Look employ him. me in the first place. Sack me and get a better electrician. Uh, but that that's the problem. Then you're going back to the you're just going round in a big circle. <laughs> if you can get the compensate of that one person up, then you're bringing the full ship. You're, like, if the tide rises, all the ships rise as well. So. If, if everyone brings up all the standards, then yeah, that's like that's like union talk, though. That's like union talk. Listen, if we all united, um, and then the employers would have to give us more money. Guess what happens? There's always someone who don't want to be part of the crew, and they. Yeah, but I think I think it's slightly different with you're you're betting yourself as a, as your trade. If yes. You can, and if you can do that and prove that, then there's nothing stopping you from. I think I think what it comes down to is like is how much pride you take a, a, as an electrician. Do you know what I mean? Like for years, I can give a I can give a damn walking on site. I think I'm not going to see the end of the job. I had a really bad attitude. Wasn't going to see the end of the job. Didn't care about the job. Supervisor was a dickhead. Uh, like you walk on there and you're biding your time till you get sacked. So you know. And it wasn't until my mindset changed and I realised I had to become better and do better that I'd become a more competent, um, employable spark. Now, that, that was the onus is on me to do that. You, what you're talking about is 
the entire trade taking a new mindset to doing the job. It's simply not a thing, man. It's a it's a perfect world scenario, in my opinion. Yeah, but it, take, it takes away all the CPSs and it takes away all this of being audited. And I, I've been audited now for four or five years, right? Personally audited and the company. And it's a fucking farce. It's a to- like... You're literally, it's just a process that you tick boxes. As long as you have that in place, they're not going out and actually checking how good your guys are and how but good If I was with, if I'm a, a domestic installer of NIC, I know this is how it goes, right? So they come around once a year and they go, right, because they're a bit like this, aren't they? Right. Okay, I'm here to um, uh, assess you. Yeah. Um, probably going to fail you going to have to work really hard to impress me and if you don't you're going to be doing it again like my prickish sort of way that's how i imagine it anyway anyway so they they come around and they go right mate take me to uh 53 sumner road i want to see this installation and you manage to get in there and they go around they're like there's no grommet in here dickhead do you know what i mean and they go around they pull apart your installation they're checking that your competency yeah well that that's one job of how many you do. And I've, I've, Even that, you get to select what addresses you give you do, them. You Obviously, them. you're not going to give them a, a job that that you know is is rubbish. You're going to give them a job that you went to right before you went, just to double check that your guy went and done it. I think they can. I think they can try and check. like as if you think it's a list of. I think correct me if I'm wrong. I think NIC it's a list of ten. I, I think. Oh, is it? And they can choose one out of that list of ten. Five or ten, and you get a list of them. And they only got you one right, and it's like an hour. And then the rest of it is in most. It's in the office where they check your paperwork, they check your processes, they check, they check all of that. They check did I go? Did I go? Rig fourteen fourteen oh one one four point two. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, yeah. how I, that's how I get tripped up. It was asking me, or the girl was asking me, we, we'd done a house and it had double insulation in the attic and we're running twin and earth clipped to the the joists with double insulation. Do you mean clipped? Yes, clipped. <laughs> clipped. <laughs> clipped up. Clipped up. <laughs> uh, so I, and, uh, basically I had to derate all my circuit breakers because of the insulation and it was clipped to the joist where if it was just going across the joist and not clipped, I could have had 32 amp breakers on the ring and said that they were wanting me to put 20 amps on and that's what I was getting failed on. Mm, that's a bit... I, and they, they were like, oh, do you not, what, did you not check your regs for this and like go, go to this table and I, I was just... I think if they if they put the bar up here and you manage to get through it, and but you're actually operating down here, you kind of if the bar was here and you could operate down here, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe if they're they pushing could... high standards. I see it a lot on Facebook where people saying CPSs are just there to take your money, sign you on, push you on your way, and. I've not experienced it myself, but I've heard about it a lot with people saying that they just want your money. As soon as they've got it, you're into the world. Mm. Not my problem sort of thing. And then every year, let's take your money. But if NIC are doing that and they're raising the standard of we will take your money, but you will have to work for every last little badge that we give you, then I do think sort of fair play because it's stopping the other people getting it. But then what's the other people that can't get in it? They're going to the other CPSs that aren't as well recognised. 
Because yeah. uh, the other thing that, that makes a mockery of the situation is the domestic installer. So you could be a domestic installer and your bar's lower. You can be an approved contractor. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to rip into like domestic then. No, no, I'm not, say, I'm not saying like the domestic installer um, criteria to get your NIC badge ain't as hard as an approved contractor. No. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it kind of makes a mockery of it, does it? Because you could be NIC, but you can't be NIC approved. Well, I heard this as well. A lot of the guys were saying that when they're with NIC, they can't do EICRs unless they're an approved or yeah. one or the other. Like, so but with NAPIT, you can just do it all. Yeah, you need to have a different card as well to do EICRs for the NIC. Yes. Why? You've already passed the first test. And in my opinion, if you're already competent enough to get signed up with an IC, an EICR is one of the most basic things to do. Because yeah, yeah. all you're doing is testing people's work, which you've already got your qualifications for. It just it just seems to be like, oh, we'll have a bit more, a bit more money, please. Another badge on the arm and then you can go off. Yeah, uh, perhaps. It's, um, is it another one of these situations, though? Is it another one of these situations? The thing is, they demand the market. They could, they lead the market. They can choose the prices, and people will still pay it. And they, let's say next year they double their prices, a massive portion of people will stay with them and pay the price. It also goes on your turnover. That's why I dropped out of the NIC. So the higher your turnover, the more fees you have to pay because effectively they are approving more or more work because your turnover's higher. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a little bit. That's why I stopped because we did pass them, but I, I, to, to the hardest part was getting on the getting on their books. When I was on their books, it was I didn't feel as though the checkups were as good as select, and the chorus like getting the information back and forward from them was as good as select. So we were running both at the same time, um, and then we just stuck with select. Interesting. It's a funny old conversation, Kim. I don't know what you're gonna do. I would advise. Well, I can't get you. my money back. I can't call the bank and tell them it wasn't me. <laughs> so I'm going to you know have what? to just go for it. I'm just going to have to what? do it and see what happens. Okay, um, I'm going to have to just get back on the phone to them tomorrow and ask them again what happened, what happened to the letter. It's been two weeks and see what they say. Do you know what I'll do is after this podcast, have a chat with Mark and he'll be able to advise you on what to do. He knows, well, he's the brains, isn't he? Yeah. Honestly, that's good advice. Speak to Mark. You're applauding yourself on your own advice, then. Well done. Yeah, I am. On, a, on another note, Sam. Oh, I love it. Send me that. Put your signature on it. You've got my address. They're sending me a few copies. This one was from my local wholesaler. So I'll get one across to you, Sam. Oh, oh, my other half. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, righto. Nick, listen, Nick is a fame whore. He'll be out there. Handing out copies at the local supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go into the pound, tomorrow to get pound. one of those and be like, oh my God, it's my friend. Look, I've got a picture with him. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that tomorrow, you see. One day, Kimmy, okay. you'll be on the front of it. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a literally a dream come true. You know that. You know that. Um, I'll have a word, Kimmy, don't worry. Put in a good word for me. Thanks. Um, yeah, you know this. what? Uh, I, I did have another small question to ask you guys. Oh. So, you know how you have um, the certification body sitting guilds, right? Have you guys ever come across any electricians who have studied electrical stuff not with sitting guilds? Yes. Okay. EAL. I've, yeah, EAL. Have, I've, literally, today was the first time I've heard of it. 
And um, yeah, how does that work? Good question, never... Kimmy. This is actually a good question. Um, and I wonder how many people know about this. So there's two main certification bodies. There might be others out there. There's two that I know about. There's EAL. Um, and some say that they're slightly easier to pass those EAL qualifications. Like mm -hmm. certainly the um, EAL testing qualification, the, the yeah. 2391 equivalent, is meant to be slightly easier to pass. So if you're a dummy and you want to do it, you do the EAL route. Like that's what I'd do. Um, and then the City and Guilds one's a little bit harder, apparently. But again, please don't listen to me. I'm dumb. Um, well, this is where you say, Sam, if you're on YouTube, you watch on YouTube. If you have an experience, let us know below. Yes. So this yeah. is stuff you got to start saying. Well, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm, I'm a also, <clears throat> I'll get in there now. Silence, Sam. Silence. Uh, I was like, I seagulls or someone's dog barking. Um, is what we're going to do in the next episode when it's Kim and me and Sam in the unit is we want everyone to send us in questions questions that you lot want to know of anything about us or the industry or something that you want us to answer individually or together send it to us and then one by one we will read each other questions and we'll go and do a whole episode on question time that's cute question time i like that question one. time nice. um what program I say i am the uh, founder and member <sighs> of the fat boy bike club uh, Fat Boy Bike Club merch will be available probably never, but let me know in the comments below if you want to be part of the Fat Boy Bike Club. <sighs> FYI. No one. Let's do our um, a question. Yeah, SWA question. Let's do the SWA question of the week. Hello, Dan here from SWA, and welcome to this week's tech topic. Now this week we would like you to discuss product brands and how much of an influence they have over you when you select which products to use. Now here at SWA we're proud of our brands such as our BICC components cleats as we believe the brand gives reassurance to the user about the quality. But what are your thoughts on this? Does the brand make the difference? Thanks guys. Okay thanks Dan for that question. Um, another cracking question from SWA. Uh, brand recognition how much does it play a part in your selector when you go to the wholesalers? Go on, I'll go. Um, walking to the wholesaler, back in the day, I would say, yeah, you would look at your main brands, your, your, your Hager sockets or your click stuff or bits and bobs of stuff that you can, you've seen before, you've seen people use, you know it's good quality. But then the different consumer units came in. So you look at Fusebox, which is a cheaper brand. I had no knowledge of them at all. But to have a price match RCBO board to a Hager board, I had to give it a go. And I think as long as you can give these products a go like I did, and, and that's all I fit now, and millions of other Sparks do as well now, brand recognition lasts only so much until someone gives something to try and then it's through word of mouth then. And through word of mouth, especially on social media nowadays, is massive in my eyes. It's a bit like, it's a bit like storm glands. Like, I hadn't ever yeah. touched one before. Yeah. Um, Fitted loads. And because SWA, like, because I do a million SWAs a week when I'm working, which I'm not now, um, but when I'm working, um, I'd quite, there's no way a, like, industrial site or anything like that, they're going to mess about of storm glands. But now I know they exist, and SWA, obviously, I know they're sponsors, but let's be honest, they're the leading brand in glands, and stuff like that. Anything yeah. to do with armour, they're the leading brand. Like I'm going straight to I'm going straight to Storm Glands. 
Yeah. 100%. Yeah. We fit so many, they save time. They're easy to fit. They look better. They're stronger. Um, we've done it every time now. Every time in the wholesaler, straight them. If we ever need a couple of gallon packs, we always keep some in the van as well. I've got a question. Would you bury a storm gland? Yes. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. I'd, I'd only bury it if I can uh, gel the box up or I can be like 100% sure that what I'm putting in the floor is waterproof all the way around. But storm gland, yeah, no problem. What about uh, what about smoke alarms? Talk about, let's talk about brands of smoke alarms. So uh, the, the smoke alarms I know and love are Ico. Uh, Ico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, that, yeah, they're my favorite brand as well. Uh, do you know what I really like? Um, th- when you know we talk about branding, I call branding. I love it. Once, um, one of the companies I work for, they sent us on like a little mini course, a mini Ico installing course, and we got these little branded packages that came with like a mini screwdriver that said Ico on it, and all these little um instruction manuals and everything. It was really really cute and um. Yeah, so anyways, the branding of Ico would make me choose it all the time. Oh, look, there yeah, you go. And it's got the little screwdriver on the other end, doesn't it? Yeah! <laughs> you know what the screwdriver's for? I want one. To, to start off the Ico smoke alarm. It's to, it's to remove the head of a smoke alarm. Yeah, see? Love it. Pull that out on site. Here you go. They've now, so the new pins that they've, they've actually, you can spin it around and you've got a Yeah, and then it, it turns into oh. a little plus one. Yeah. Don't say plus one. I don't have one. Plus or minus. And you get all that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of that. Yeah. So, someone tells me Craig sponsored by Ico here. Yeah, well, what's this? Quickly turn the See, screen Things off. like that will make me choose a brand anytime. The more, like, they do these cute things, the more make me want to buy their stuff. I must admit, we're not sponsored by Ico at all. But, again, they monopolise the market when it comes to housing. And like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Their stuff is really good. The gateway, I don't know if any of you have ever used the gateway system that they have. Um, is that, they've got an app, haven't they? Don't yeah, so the gateway is like um, a kind of modem type thing. It plugs into your internet and it connects to all the detectors in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Signal. If there's a smoke alarm going off, if there's a head being removed, mm. a loss of power, if the CO2 readings are too high, it sends you a text or an email. So... If you've got social housing, yeah, uh, you can get the reports back without sending people out. And same if you get like an Airbnb property, you can keep an eye on it without people being in it. Yeah, even that. Um, they had like this um, where it connects your phone and stuff. It's good for social housing. We've had a few deaf tenants who ha- have to have like these connector yeah. things put next to their bed that vibrate and stuff. And Ico have a lot of like compatibility that I remember with all of that. And the little thing that you put on a wall. Also, if you've got the system, it also sends down a beam from the detectors to monitor the room. So if you've got mm. your old gran or something that's in the house and she's not moved for like 10 hours, it will also send a signal to your phone to say she's not moved or something like that as well. So that's a good, good subject. But anyway, I'm not sponsored by Echo. We either use Echo or Fire Angel um, because Fire Angel's half the price. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as as far as I tools and stuff are concerned as well, like obviously components, like if you're if you're talking about armored components and cable clips and stuff like that, no one better out there than SWA, and it's not because we're sponsored, it's just a fact of life. Yeah. Um tools. Well, what we what do you about choose tools? if you walked into a if you walked into a wholesale and you had a 
you wanted some new side cutters and you'd go see on the side, you know, the, what do we call them, the chompers, the CK ones, the nice armour cutting cables, or would you go for the £4 ones unbranded that looked similar? £4 ones you every time. I no. went for those and I regret it, so I'd go for CK. £4 uh, ones because I lose them every three seconds. My issue is something like that. If you're going to spend the money and you want it to last, you, 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 you've got to pay the more money. I've had this before buying but that's a terrible that's a terrible terrible thing uh terrible uh my brain's gone. that's a terrible example because them 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 cheap chompers they're good they're still good so you can't it's a terrible terrible thing well, it's not it's not it's not because you I've been what? there yeah. and I bought With the cheaper ones and, and I've experienced it so no, yeah. um I think what you mean is would you um Ryobi or DeWalt? Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Like, are you going to go Definitely for a... Daywalk? <laughs> oh, are you going to go for JCB handles or Nipex? Definitely Nipex. JCB yeah. all the time, no, right? Do they even do handles? It depends. It depends on your budget, what you I can afford. Right. I, also, it's like, I, I see other countries, even you go and work in other countries and you see what other people are using as tools and you can <clears> still get the job done. Um you, you only need something to do that that job. If it feels better and it lasts longer, then the efficiency of it's better. So it's, you get more value for money than what it is buying a cheaper brand. I think that's where it comes down to. If you like to keep a hold of things, use them properly, keep them well, then you always want to go for a better brand that gives you a bit more value. Uh, see, I used to I used to be a bit of like, oh, I've got to have the best tools. I've got to have this one. I've got to have, um, what is it? Where are socket set and stuff like that but the reality is right it's a tool it's to earn you money it's not like a prized item that you know or anything like that it's there to earn me money so where i used to have to have everything matching in my tool bag and stuff now i buy the best thing for the job that's going to last the longest because it's a tool i don't cover it i don't care about it you go around bargain bucket around audi don't you bargain bucket around audi definitely no littles Littles, Littles sorry, better. that's it. Yeah, Littles. Littles is much better. Listen, Parkside stuff is decent. Should we tell the little story again? <sighs> no one wants to hear that story again. I've never heard that. Yeah, me neither. There we no, go. We're not doing it. We've got sponsors okay. now. We can't do it. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. We yeah. can't do it. Sam needed the toilet. And the... Yeah, anyway. Oh, oh. I thought it was going to be about tools and electricity. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no I don't want to hear Listen, go back to episode whatever. Listen, if you listen to the whole catalogue, you're going to put a link somewhere. here if you want to, um, you know. No, I will not put a link here. And he'll put a thumbnail of what happened. No, he will not. Um, absolutely not. But um, do you have a, like a hand tools that you go towards, Craig? Uh, see, well, me and you are maybe the same age, but I used to use LA Lucas. I don't know if you remember that. Way, way back in the day. No. I've still got a pair of Lucas pliers or grey grey and blue handled. They never ever I've never had to sharpen them. They've they've just been brilliant. But anyway, I probably use between CK and Niplex. See the thing with Nipex is right, some of their stuff is so epic, right? It's like that's so good. That's so good. And then you get caught up in buying all the Nipex stuff and you're like, well that's crap. That's crap. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you get caught up in it. Um, the one brand I've found that's really good across the board, I don't have much. No, is Weha. 
And it's hard to buy. It's hard to it get. Is. It is. Who? I, I like. I like to go into a we shop. Are. I don't really agree with that. You know. Who's we are? We are. W i h a. Do you mean Vera? No. No. We are. W. Oh, I yeah 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 yeah. I had screwdrivers back in the day. Be- yeah. Not yeah. back in the day. They make the best looking kit out there now, right now. Mm, debatable. Yeah, they use a very nice shade of red. It's like nearly burgundy-ish. Very yeah. nice. Have, have any ever had, you know, like a, a socket size screwdriver, like a 3.5 mil one, and you've tight, you're trying to tighten up the socket, a decent socket, and the end of the screwdriver bends? Yeah, that's yeah. what happened to my weaker ones. My CK we one is There we fine. go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what happened to my Weeha ones. That's why that is the only reason why I'm not okay with it. It was a bit rusty and I went like that and then the sides just bent. So I've got to use my pliers to straighten it out to go back in. Yeah, that's where I feel brand comes better because maybe the more you pay, the better it'll be. I don't know. For me, the best the best screwdrivers of all time, and I can't really find them anymore, is Irizola. Do you remember them? No. They were bought by no. Baco in the end. They're like... Orange and black and grey. Oh, I've seen them. I have seen them. They were the ones. I used to have a set of Irizola in my side pocket. Decent. Um, when I was when I was doing the old um, social housing, I loved it. I loved them. They were good. Yeah. Snap on tools. I wish snap on do stuff for electricians. Snap on do stuff for electricians. I'm saying I wish they did. Oh, okay. Snap on tools are the best. But they're very expensive. You can exchange them. You've got a lifetime guarantee. If anything happens to them, you can exchange it. Yeah, so does the socket set from Halfords? Yeah, you know same. same. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say that. Halfords advanced set, 150 quid. One right there. Bosh. Yeah. But imagine, imagine using a socket set every single day of every minute if you're a mechanic. You wouldn't be using Halfords. I don't know. I'm not a mechanic, bro. Uh, but I think that's when it comes into branding and rather than... Yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. everyone knows Snap-on is a one. Like, if Snap-on did make ele- electrician's tools, they'd be eight times the price. But every, anyone who was like a bit bit leery about it would have, would be yeah. would be financed up to the hilt with Snap-on tools. Because, you know, all them tools are on tick. You know that. The Snap-on yeah. man comes around to the garage and then you get them on tick. Because you froze. Oh, sorry, you froze for a second. Sounds like a pyramid mid scheme. So what? They knock on your door and you like purchase them, and the more people you get to sign up, and no, is that what you mean? no, no, it's just like a, it's like an ice cream truck that drives around, so they snap on stuff to garages. Please, and I'm you very gullible. I don't understand. Is this true? Listen, they, they drive around. A subscription. You pay monthly for your tools. Yeah, so you pay monthly for your tools. So you might want like this socket set and and like a impact gun. That costs like eight hundred quid, and I go, yeah, have it, bro. Just pay us like hundred quid a month. Don't worry about it. And like before you know it, you've got four thousand pounds worth of tools you're paying off like five hundred quid a month for. You know, it, it, that's how it works. And we would all be poor electricians. Nick certainly would if if they done snap on. He would replace everything in his van with snap on. If they get me for free, yeah. Well, see if you go back to Brandon, right? Brandon is better now because of social media, isn't it? Yeah, big time. Because you would have never... What you talked about, about the fuse box, is we've started using fuse box now because we're seeing more and more people on social media using it. 
I hope you're using Code Bundy 10 at Expert Electrical. Of course. Expert Electrical, stockist of um, fuse box. Uh, use Bundy 10 and you get your exclusive 10% discount. And the top now, don't you, Kimmy? You get a new top as well. What's that? She's not even listening. Expert well, literally, yeah. my, my mother just walked into the room, so I was like, "Don't, Sam, don't." It's, look at this meal. Look at this meal. <laughs> Listen, me and Kimmy's mum have a synergy. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Oh, I've gone red. Can you Photoshop me into a normal colour? <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the question about my top? You like it? No, uh, <laughs> I said with, if you use the expert electrical, you get a top as well. You pull oh. shit from them. Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. So you send them your, you know, um, you send them a little email with your purchase order number, what size you want, what color. They'll get it out to you. They're so lovely. They're so lovely. How come I've not got one? Have you emailed them with your purchase order number and your t-shirt size? No. Do that. They'll send your t-shirt out. I don't think they do extra small. Um, they might do, but I think they want to come up a little bit small because um, somebody that's normally an L, uh, somebody that's normally a large got a large and they needed to get an XL instead. So I think mine's an XL. Mine's a medium, and it was it's it was like what was that for? Hang on, sorry Kim, sorry Sam, what was that face for then? Medium, more like like, you got like little girl's torso. Nick is huge. I, you like... couldn't stop telling me how big I was the other day. <laughs> oh my god! Nick's like twenty percent. He's twenty percent bigger than any human I've ever seen him. His hand was like, like double of mine. And, and you know what? His head is exactly the same size as a basketball and shape. Exactly the same <laughs> as a basketball. Basically, Nick's head is the same size, shape, circumference, sphericalness as a basketball. And Sam is not five foot four. I thought he was, but he's not. Six I'm six foot. Well, Are you six foot? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fat man. I don't know what you lot think. I'm yeah, I was shocked. And I was like, whoa, you're not small. I thought he's my height, but he's not. You do look small, Sam, to be fair. But people say that about me, though. No, no one says that about you. No one ever says that about you when they see the size of your head. Yeah, Trust me, people have said before when I've said, how tall I was on the video, they were like, What? And then I've met people in real life, they're like, Yeah, okay, fair enough. You are. Well, are you getting six foot four, isn't it? Three, yeah. It's a giant human. Anyway, boring, su- boring subject. I feel like we've come to a natural conclusion tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's giant head. Oh, wow. now my internet connection's unstable. Whatever that's about. Right. Monday Club, we're out. We're out.